What's good? What's going on? We're back from vacation. <laughs> you don't like that? That was, uh, it confused me for a little bit. Okay. Who the fuck is though? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he can beat that out. You didn't have to, you didn't have to repeat that part. This sounds funny as shit. <laughs> you just ain't been here in a while. Yeah. That's nah. probably why. Because nah. this is how I sounded last time. No. Wrong. Nah, this is definitely how it sounds. He don't time. sound like you, son. But anyway. He don't sound like it's a Mike Boogie, and this is episode twenty-five of the EBS podcast. We got OG on the mic. Hey. <laughs> we got Obi One. What's up, yo? What's good? Wait, 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 wait. Did, really? did that nigga say woof? Did you say uh? Fuck like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Woof. So this is how we're gonna start the podcast off <laughs> after not recording in over a, three weeks. A big dog. Where's woof, the energy? Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> I had energy, and then the NBA zapped it all with these trades. So well, let's get into it then. With, I mean, how y'all feeling about everything that's been going on in the NBA? Um, I'm not like a huge fan of the NBA, but yeah, man. I think with the last trade with uh, Cousins, man, I don't, I don't like that shit. I don't see the big deal, man. I mean, why not? It's fair game. No, it's not. <laughs> it definitely is. Why, NBA needs to keep the same energy they had when they stopped the Chris Paul trade. Well, different commissioners, so I think, you know, he's emphasizing different things. I think, personally, the commissioner is going for a non-conference playoff, but that's just uh, me. I, the commissioner needs to be just going for a Western Conference playoff. Because I mean, there, there's not going to be any East, I mean, period. Boston will be there. Uh, Philly okay. will be there. Oh, okay. So yeah. another then, sweep in the finals. And Toronto will be there. No, they won't. Toronto? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. so the way I'm hearing it would go would be the best, I don't know what, what how many teams is it usually in the playoffs? Is it 16? 16? Yeah, so it would be best 16. So you wouldn't necessarily be facing someone from the East if you're on the West in the conference, in the championship. It would be just the best 16 teams. So he's, he's trying to change the whole. Yeah, the format. That's so what I'm there, hearing. there's no. But that ain't gonna take effect this season. No, no. This is a couple years from that. That shit is dumb. <laughs> then, then we're gonna get rid of conferences altogether. Might that's as well. essentially what they're saying. I mean, I mean, because the East is weak, man. But I've been telling you all this for about a decade now. Well, East has been weak. If everybody who wants to get a ring, who has some talent, goes to the West, what do you expect? Yeah. I mean, but it's not only that; it's also the weather, man. It's, it's like, well, it ain't just the weather because you got nice places on the East to play. But and you got nice markets, I but mean, they don't have nobody that's a draw. New York's draw right now is Porzingis. Yeah, that's but, it. But even before then, it's kind of like, do I want to go to New York with fucking yo, snow? Well, and, well, when New York first got mellowed, they had a draw. There was a talent. People wanted to go play with Melo. Yeah. New York's had that forever. Yeah, I mean, for what I'm hearing as well, they're trying to get the big. Big four or five teams back on top, which is Boston, New York, yeah, but LA. Golden State was never one of them. Yeah, that's true. But like I told you guys on the um, on the thread, why are people mad at Golden State Warriors for doing not, their job? As far as I'm, I'm concerned, not. they got one of the best uh, general managers and you know executives in the NBA for doing what they did. I, I, they drafted three players who are know, now man. considered like all stars, and they were able who, who to. Who 
Mm-hmm. Um, That's a stretch. Uh, no, it's not a stretch. Four to three. Draymond, I don't know why he's considered an all-star. This, he won defensive player of the year with two years in a row. Yeah, yo, he's an come all-star. On. Come on, come on. Look, look, listen, listen. Draymond Green does. He's a dick. He, he plays his position very well. That's what I'm saying. That's why he's an all-star. He doesn't reach outside of what he's there to do. You know, nobody, they don't, I mean, when they talk about the Bulls, they don't say, they say Jordan and Pippen. They no, don't say on, Jordan, on, Pippen, on, and Rodman. So they do say Dennis is, Rodman. Is, is, is DeRozan an all-star? Because uh, we just had a conversation about it. So DeRozan. DeRozan is a good player. He's not a great player. Well, that, I, then you have to put Draymond Green in that same category. Right, but that's still an all-star. I mean, all-stars are good players. But he's not a superstar. To I, me, I, I, there's, there's only there's only two superstars in the league right now. Three. Three yeah, superstars so in the so when we say all stars, we we we're just talking about the all star team. Say that again. That, Pretty, when when you say all stars, like. are we just talking about the all star team? What it because like. it, it, to me, you shouldn't be an all star. You ain't a superstar. Oh, if you ain't putting up superstar yeah. type, I mean, uh, they're the same two guys. Who, who's voting on all stars? The fans are voting on it. You can't take the fans' word. I mean, Golden State had five players in the all star. I mean, Iguodala's <laughs> an all star. Yeah, well, he, he <laughs> was. I mean, he's getting older now. But. I mean, he I mean, wasn't on, since he on. left Philly. So, so but wait, back to back to the original question. Yeah. My, my thing is, I don't have a problem with Golden State and them acquiring players. I don't have a problem with what LeBron did when he went to Miami. I don't have a problem so much with what KD did. My problem with, with Cousins is that. He's 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 putting absolutely no effort in to go get a ring. So is he going to play next season? Probably not. Two, the contract that he took for a top player. I mean, if you look at all the centers, they're all making double digit uh, salaries, and he's not. So So to me, it's like it's inauthentic at that point. I I was originally with you guys, and I was listening to some uh, sports radios, and the way they broke down the only other contract that was, you know presented to him was pretty much it wasn't a contract that favored him and his skill set meaning like he didn't have a player option it wasn't a long-term deal so he felt like you know people are looking at him and saying he's a headache in in the um in a locker room they don't know if he can play fastball they don't know if he's gonna be able to come back from his killings so he said why not go to a team where i don't there's no pressure on me to you know rehab my achilles and there's a possibility that I win a ring, and not not only that, if I do go on a team that wins a ring, it makes everyone look good, and then I can I can bid for that crazy contract that everyone thinks I should be getting. Because why he, why would he leave after he wins? Like if if they're gonna be winning for the next yeah, because he, because he's gonna he want that max contract. They ain't gonna be able to pay him. Yeah, Clay well, Thompson well, is well, leaving well, too. Well, well, rumors are that KD's supposed to be leaving, but KD ain't so, Clay so, 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 Clay's so, leaving. To your to your question, I don't think I'm not upset with what they did. I think the NBA's bullshit now. I mean, just <laughs> just based off of all of the, the the moves that have been made is is literally like one or two teams. No no need to really even be watching the whole season. But I don't have a problem with people having a problem with it. It's no different than how people have hated the Yankees for years, no different than how people hated the Cowboys when they had their franchise and, and there was no franchise tag and everybody saying, well, they, they bought all this talent. It's, it's the same thing. So if people are upset about it, it, it kind of goes with the history. I mean, I, for me, I feel like, you know, this is what we want from football, to, for the players to have control. It's what y'all already doing. The but Eagles the, just signed everybody. But it's, <laughs> Yes, they did. <laughs> The, the they Eagles, sign everybody. But the Eagles are doing exactly what the Warriors are doing. They have yeah. great executives in position to yeah. make good moves. It's not like 
But I guess what I'm saying is NBA is more of a player league, right? The players are making these moves. The fact that we know that players are coming together and say, we want to play together, and so next year we're going to make that shit happen, and then it happens, the NFL yeah, can't but do it, that. But it's, it's, that's true. But it, it's, gone, it's gone beyond just players. Like when, when you were talking about the big three for Miami, that was players saying, hey, we want to play together. We, we're actually friends. We know each other outside of the locker room. We want to play together. This this stuff that's happening with Golden State is like, who can we get now? I just I just want to go to Golden State. Which, but, which but, Avenger can but, we add? All, all that is to me is people saying I want to go to this Ivy League school. I want to go that, work for true. this business. That's true because but, they put out a good resume but, but where people want to come there. This is what's what it's killing in terms of the sport. Now that dog that you were such a fan of. In the beginning, with, with Kyrie going up to Kobe saying, I can take you one-on-one. With Kobe going up to Jordan saying, I can take you one-on-one. With Iverson going head up against Jordan, shaking him and scoring on him, even though Jordan dropped a 40 on him and they won. Quiet 40. It, 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 it was 40, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a damn how quiet it is. The point is, these it's no longer I want to beat the best. Right. I just want to go play with the best, get a ring, and, and who cares about the competitive aspect of it? But we can't blame the Warriors for no, that. I don't, I don't blame the Warriors yeah, at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm blaming the players. Like So Kyrie leaving and going to Boston was the, I want to stand alone. I don't want to be right. on LeBron's team. I want it to be my team. That I like that, but you can't. You, you just cannot go against the starting five players for Golden State right now can kill you from 30 feet. Yeah, but they, I mean, easily. Yo, two of them, at least easily. two of them were drafted that can oh, shoot. That's, that's you know true. what I mean? Like, no, can't no, forget that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I, you know I mean, mean, they, they, they and, got and a three point shooting. Everyone coach. had their fair chance to pull KD in. The Warriors got him. Like, let's no, be no, real. I, I wouldn't say everyone had their fair chance because I mean, everybody doesn't have that draw. When KD went there, number one, they just got their ass handed to them <laughs> by that team Word. that they should have beat. Number two, the Warriors had been to the finals two years in a row. Yeah. yeah. So the the draw, it, it wasn't like Milwaukee could say, "Hey, Katie, come, come here, play play with play with the freak." Right. It, you, you or New Orleans could say, "Hey, come come over here. We're gonna have Brown Boogie together." You got a team that's guaranteed just about to go to the finals. So it, you're right in 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 a sense, but they kind of they have they have that extra nod. They're the, they're the Yankees. Right. No, they're the Yankees. But I'm not mad at them. I just probably won't watch much basketball. That and the game start too late. Yeah, I got a job. Well, the West Coast, yeah, I got not a job, the East man. Coast. But um, you know, we're not a sports podcast. But it was. I just want to talk about that real yeah. quick. So I want to talk about a topic that's kind of like, I guess, uh, right for the occasion. We got a. We're all going to a wedding next week, and so I figured I'd. This week. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I think so. A wedding? Somebody get married? Yeah, you get married. I don't know. That boy, don't do it. No, Reconsider. No. <laughs> Read some litter. Sure, on the subject. Hey, he sure, so fuck it. So, uh, Young Buck put this in our, in our, on our thread, and he asked, um, how young is too young to be? Yo, is Young Buck here today? Shout out to Young Buck. Where you at? <laughs> oh, he don't have no, no voice. No, gang just a, signs. Just gang, a pair gang, of hands. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> a lot of gang activity. Nah, stop that. All right. So yeah, I mean, how do you guys feel about that? Like, what what what's too young to uh, get married? Uh, when you what, not legal? Who are we asking? <laughs> I mean, what's your preference? Are like, we talking I, cultural? Like, I I go first. Like, so we all got a homeboy. Um, 
what we call him? Incredible Quill. He always said, like, because we all, we all had old heads that talked us through the game or whatever. He always said his old head told him, don't get married until you're 30. Because by the time you're 30, you're a little bit more responsible. You've lived through your 20s when you, you know, trying to figure out money, whether it's buying a house or just spending money crazy or whatever. So for him, it was 30. Um, I got married at uh, 20, 28. You know what I mean? So I'm just asking, like, for you guys who are not married yet, but plan to get married, like, what is the right age? <laughs> We're not even yeah, going to talk yeah. about like, <laughs> he went from there. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the shit crossed my mind when I was, so when I was 20, 21, 22. I mean, I think out of, out of the, out of our circle at least, um, I probably have been the the well. You've been with your your wife since you was five, but <laughs> I mean, in terms of the relationship aspect, that's always been like my my go to. I would rather just have a girlfriend. So, right. Um, I think it just really depends. At thirty, if you waiting waiting until you're thirty, uh, some people say you got all the plan out your system, you the mm-hmm. money aspect. I mean, that's that's really kind of relative i didn't if if i had got married at, at 25 i wouldn't have been saying damn i missed out on all the playing and fun and I, I probably would have been just fine but honestly don't know i mean because even though i've been the 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 kind of the relationship guy uh, throughout the time you know me i'm the only one not married well so I don't know. I mean, yeah, but you know, I, it's, it's not. I'm sorry, it's not just about playing as well. It's financially, like you know, men as men, sometimes we feel like we want to uh, be in a financial place to have a family. Well, what, well, having a family, this, this, there's, there's, that's twofold. Uh, having a family starts talking about offspring. If you just talking about having your wife and and. I mean, maybe y'all have to live grind together. Yeah, yeah. Or right. maybe y'all have to live humbly in the beginning, right? Like, like, like they used to do back in the day when my parents got together. Right. You know what I mean? So I think it's the depends on the maturity of yeah. the person. I mean, when I was younger, I thought I'd get married by twenty three, twenty four, kids, twenty five, twenty six. When I hit that age, I was like, oh, a good thing I'm not getting exactly. married now. You know what I mean? I, need to rush I think it. it all. Yeah, I think it all depends on the maturity of the person. If I had everything that I needed, if I had a good job, you know. Um, finished school, whatever. I was in my career. I would have got married if mm-hmm. if I had met the right person at that time. There would have been nothing stopping me at that time. Right. Well, even um, even if you didn't have the career, or the, even if you were just in school, if you found what you thought was the one, that's true. If I found what I thought was the one, and I knew that I could support her, or we could support each other, and still have a a, a good marriage and a good relationship, and still be able to grow, you wouldn't I, wait. Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? I mean, suppose if I mean, I think. People think of marriage as like it's almost like a stigma with getting married, especially for guys. Like, all right, you're done with all the fucking different women and cheating on your girl, this and that. You ready to settle down? And it's like, you know, I was, I never. If I found the one at eighteen, I could have easily settled down. Well, I mean, I well, mean, you, you, at least you think that. I mean, how many stories have we heard of people who get married at eighteen or people who get married at twenty three? Well, and that you know, this three caveat. four years. They're like, damn. There, but there's there's a lot of caveats to that because I know a lot of people that's, that's military. My brother's one of them. Mm-hmm. And he got married because they tend to do dumb shit like that. Right. And he got divorced. He's already, he ain't, he just turned 30 and he's already got a divorce under his belt. Right. So, however, I do got a homeboy who got, who married his high school sweetheart. And they married 
I think they were like 22, 20 years. So they, and he's he's like 25, 26 now. Okay, he's twenty seven. He's twenty seven. Yeah, so they got it, married at twenty, and and so the, you know they say people change every seven years. So it might not hit them until they're thirty. Like maybe, where they're both okay. like maybe. Whoa, well, they, you know they, what I mean? Like shout out to them. They got a baby now, yeah. so you stuck. <laughs> they in it, right? I mean, but if, if that's the case, every seven years you're looking for a different woman, right? <laughs> every seven years you're looking for a different man. I mean, I. Yeah, I've always believed age ain't nothing but a number. Word. It all depends on what where your mindset is mm-hmm. and where you are as a person and the person that you're gonna be with. I mean, so to me, there's no age as long as you feel that at that time you're right. And look, people get married in their thirties and forties, or late in their thirties, right. whatever it may be, yeah. and the shit don't it's work out. It don't work out. Yeah, so it don't it don't mean anything. You have your career. You've done with all the BS. It don't really mean anything. Yeah, there, there's no magic equation on yeah. you know, how it works. I don't, I don't think you can put a definite number on that. Right. You got to be able to work at it whenever it happens. How, how do you guys feel about living with your partner before you get married? Like, if you guys get engaged and you know the plan is to get married in a year. Yeah, I'm not. I think for <laughs> me, I was always like, man, I'm not trying to live with. But part of that was because. <laughs> I felt like I wanted something to give her. Like, I'm not a, you know, I can't give her my virginity or certain things. So I felt like I wanted something to give her. And I wanted something to distinguish between being in a relationship, and being having married. a girlfriend, and then being married. Word. And so for me, it was like, you know, I'll, I'll, if I got it, I'll buy you a house right now. You could go live in the house. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the house we're going to have when we get married. But I'm not going to live there with you. Um, I think it's changing a little bit. I'm willing to do it now if it makes sense for us going forward. You know what I mean? I'm right. willing to do it now. But at the point that we get engaged, I'll have to like kind of be like, all right, look, let's have some distance so that it, it doesn't get too comfortable. I, I do want to feel like I'm married and not like, oh, okay, this is the same thing that we've been doing. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think there's an adjustment period when, you know, you get engaged and you don't live together and then you get married. But I think for some people, that's part of the excitement of being married. But then there's the other aspect of, well, if you know you're going to get married and you guys are going to get a place together or whatever, why not move in together, figure out a financial plan now and, you know, go towards that plan so that when you are married, a lot of things are set. Maybe you guys cleared some debt. Maybe you saved up. 10 20 percent for a down payment on a house you know it's, it's, it's different you can do that without living together i mean well not if you guys both got your own place and now you got to pay for two places instead of one you well know? i mean you gotta be you can be financially smart no matter what situation you're in for me i'm not i'm not married and i don't live with my girl so i don't know i th- i feel like people say you know it was good experience i learned this this and this right i feel like i could learn that without living with you i mean there's nothing that I feel like even now with my relationship that I don't know about her that oh, no, I'm going to figure me. out when... There, there will be shockers. When, I'm no, pretty sure there will be. I guarantee married. you there will I, be shockers. I don't, I don't think so. Maybe for you, right? <laughs> no, for I, most people, I don't, sh- I don't, shockers. I don't right? believe that there's going to be any shockers. I mean... It, it well, might be something not, small. Maybe you know not I mean? a shocker, but a realization that you didn't know she did this. Or, or she did, didn't know that she you did that. Or y'all just handle certain things differently. We... Yeah, it could be something as small as, hey, well, I like to leave the dishes in the dry rack, and I like to dry them immediately and right. put them away, something like that. But yeah, I yeah, mean, you know, I mean, to each his own. I, I just had this conversation with Young Buck recently, and I think it's it's it, there's a there's levels to doing it, uh, moving in, let's say moving in and living with your with your significant other. 
I think that that is to a degree is cool. I just think you 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 crawl before you walk. You walk before you run. So if you start moving to where I think, okay, I think I'm gonna marry this girl and I want to live with her. Okay, we we'll get there. But I think before that, you've gotta you've gotta find yourself as an adult, which means you gotta. I think that you should live on your own. I mean, it's, it's self sufficient as well as your partner, so that when you guys come together, you both have already figured out how to stand on your own two feet, and then you can bring that together. Now, moving into uh, moving into hers or her moving into yours. I think for me, what works what works best is we both have our own. Right. And uh, in my in my current relationship, she comes pretty much stays in mind all the time. But if there's a time where we need a break, I need you know, I just need some me time. I, she can go home. I can go home. We can right. you separate and do that. And then and then when it's time and we get a place together, then we can you know we can grow from there. But I just it's a time thing for me. I, I don't know if living if you can say no, I shouldn't, or yeah, I should, but it's it's all about timing. So the same as when I feel like I should marry her, it's it's about timing and what works best for me. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's you know a bit progressive to uh, live with your partner before you get married. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a wrong thing, but you know, it's not for everybody. For me, that's not what I wanted to do. That's not how I was brought up, and um, I think you leave some things from from marriage, and that's one of them. Uh, but I I do understand you know being married that when you move in with your partner there are some um, you, you know some obstacles that comes with not living with the opposite sex. It's one thing to have you know because we've all had roommates one way or another of the same sex. You know what I mean? But when you live with the opposite sex, the way we think is different. The way we move is different. There's a lot of things different, and there is an adjustment period there. So you know, for some people, I guess they rather deal with that before. You know, they tie the knot, so they go into a situation a little bit smoother. And for others, we, you know, we rather deal with, um, I guess, the, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, the surprise, if you will, of what comes with, you know, living with someone that you finally married before. I mean, after you get married. So, yeah. So, I um, thought that was pretty cool. And if, if, if they're not waiting to have sex until they're married, I, I could see why they wouldn't wait until they got married to live together. I mean, just not that those two are, are the same, but if, if I'm not waiting for something as important as being intimate with my, right. Whomever, then maybe live. I, I can see both sides of it. Is basically right. what I'm saying. I, I feel you. Ike the great, you are the one here who is engaged. I mean, way in. y'all made some valid points. Like for me, uh, in regards to the shocker aspect, yeah, there's going to be some fucking shockers. <laughs> I think I think the beauty of it all for me is that um, uh, my fiance acted like she was already married and just started letting her hair down and doing certain things. So it's like certain things, like even though she doesn't live with me, but it's like certain things that you know she was doing because she was there a lot of the time because she would probably come and spend like a weekend or whatever. But you know she had some some behaviors that were just a little bit like, yo, who does that? You know what I'm saying? Like for example. Shit goes missing, and I don't know where the fuck that shit is. Like, I just want to know where you put that shit, yo. Like, if you're gonna move, like the paper towel, like I've lived in this house for like forever, and I know where my shit is. So if you're gonna move it, 
First of all, why are you moving shit in my house, right? <laughs> but, but second of all, that, <laughs> no. oh, it's your house now, huh? No, 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 because no, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, it it's, is. it's my house. I am paying the mortgage, right? I pay all the bills. It's my shit. Careful. Like, so, no, I'm not careful. careful. We've had this conversation. You're sound like a misogynist no, no, right no. now. Why? I'm just well, I just want to. I want to know why it would sound like one. Listen, I agree with you wholeheartedly, well, and I how say can what I sound you like say. A misogynist for but having my own house you, and treating it the why, way that I like it because I pay. Why you got to say mortgage. it's yours? Because you bought it. Well, because it is. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. But I'm just playing devil's advocate. Right. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. So, so it was, you know, stuff like that, and you know, mm. when it does become our house. Right, you shouldn't just move stuff without you know communicating or yeah. like letting the other party know. And God knows, I've said this so many times. It's just falling on deaf freaking ears. Like, so it's something that I, I have to eat, or I just have to keep reiterating, and it gets annoying. Um, socks go missing because she likes to wear my socks. Uh, I'm like, well, you have socks. Why don't you wear your own socks? They, they're not as comfortable as yours. Jesus, man. Like, she wears my t-shirts. I can't find t-shirts. Like, it's just like you no know, things this like is- that. Little nuance, little nuance. Yeah, you know I wasn't too familiar with relationships, so I I didn't know this was happening. But you know, I just thought she was you know crazy or like just like what is wrong with her until I talked to other people that have been in relationships or like other married couples, and they're telling me like, oh yeah, my wife does that. Have you ever ever seen her lounging around the house like in just some? Maybe she just in whatever she's lounging in the house. Maybe she's just in underwear or whatever it is. But she got to go outside real quick. And she go over to where the clothes are and go past her clothes. Yeah. And put your shirt on. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you paused it. You, you actually got your keys out your pants yeah. and went to my pants yeah, and man. put them on. Yeah. What's, what's up that, with that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I, maybe it's because it's just easier and quicker to put on because it's not tight no, fitted. No. 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 And even when it's not. So, so I have, I had some shorts that I, when I went to Morgan that I had for Jim. You know, you had specific yeah. uniform, but I don't wear those shorts anymore. Somehow they became her shorts. She never went to Morgan, right. but, <laughs> but these are her shorts. Yeah, I feel okay. like, I'm I'm like I, I bought some joggers. They were like not, they were a little too tight, so I stopped wearing them. So she wears them a lot. But I feel like that's the way that you get around it is if you buy some shit that's not your size that you're not going to wear, just being strategic knowing that she's going to mm-hmm. wear that shit. Just uh, keep it to them all right. So, yes. <laughs> Maybe they, they're just trying to feel closer to us. Yeah, I think that's what it is. There are I, I, nuances that are going to come up that you're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, y'all, y'all know my girl. Yeah. <laughs> y'all know yeah, how but, she is. <laughs> but, but we're also creatures of habit. So, like, what, what he just explained with, with moving the paper towels. Yeah. I mean, it, Maybe not how everyone thinks, but if I come in the house and there's a door open that it's never open, mm-hmm. or that I know is closed. Mm-hmm. I want to know who's in here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe somebody came in and it just this yeah. door. And she said, "Well, I, well, I went in there and I got. I just was looking. Yeah, just looking. We closed the door <laughs> back though. You know what I mean? So yeah, that, my, those little things. My thing is like I I've spent a long time looking for stuff. Like, was she watching you look for No, it? no, because, oh, like, okay. she's not around. So okay. it's like, I call her because she's at work, yeah, so it, she doesn't it, it answer. Or I text her, and I'm like, yo, like, in my head, I have a photographic memory. I know where every fucking thing is. So if I go there and it's not there, yeah. I'm like, okay, where's the backup location where this thing can be? I'll go there. If it's not there, now I'm mad. I'm looking everywhere. Yeah, you're driving a three-floor right, right. house, I got to look so, everywhere. Like, it's annoying. But is she, like, putting the toilet paper in with the towel? 
towels or something. Bro, <laughs> it's in the refrigerator. You the right, you want to check the thing. You Bro, let me explain something to you right now. Before I met her, I knew where my uh, toilet paper was. I don't know where it is now. <laughs> I, I, I legitimately do not know where it, it is. Like, like it's on the roll. Like, I know it's there. But, but where is the excess? The extra. I don't know where the extra is. Because I, I, I get my shit from Amazon, so I get, like, a big box of, like, 48 because I hate fucking grocery shopping, right? So I would do that and you know, keep it in a certain location. So now I don't know where that certain location is. But I know that if I go to, like, the guest bathroom, there are going to be about six underneath the sink. So I can just go there. I shouldn't have to. Before, it used to be I can just walk two steps to the motherfucking so, linen closet, and it's in that motherfucker. If you're in the bathroom and you uh-huh. say, baby, hey, bring me some toilet paper, uh-huh. will she gladly do it? Yeah, probably. Oh, then just do it that way. <laughs> Man, I'm, I've been doing shit myself for, forever. I understand. Um, the understand. perspective of living together, like, I'm not with that. Uh, you know, to Obi-Wan's point, definitely want to save a couple of things for marriage. Uh, you know, I think it was because, I mean, for various reasons, like none of our parents are going to be cool with it. But, you know, even if we didn't care about that, uh, I know I've spoken to certain people that, you know, they got they got married and because they lived together, you know, the lady was like, after they got married and, you know, the marriage was over, the wedding was over, she got to the house and she didn't feel like she was married because she had already been living with the dude. So yeah. it's like, you know, this is something you can't get back, like. It's not a big deal. Just wait it out a little bit. Right. And, you know, the day is going to come. I mean, some people can say the same for sex. I mean, to each their own. Yeah, for me, pretty much. Yeah. For me, it's yeah. like I the whole living with you thing. I got to feel that last ditch effort of my independence, that last ditch effort of just my freedom, quote unquote, just to live how I want to live before somebody comes and either tries to start dictating shit or. Now we have to have a conversation but, but it's not on even how a, to live. It's not even a conversation. It's just it's cohabitating. Like, exactly. When you when you it become, should be a conversation. Though. One, but when one becomes two, it's more like your when thought two become pro- one. <laughs> <laughs> your thought process is always about spicy. y'all. You know what I mean? So like you're never going to be thinking on an individual basis anymore because it's it's everything you think about, whether it's protection, financially, it's all about you and your your wife. You're right. So how does that apply to the toilet paper if it's us and I don't know where the toilet paper is? So we don't know where the toilet paper so, is. Only one person knows where so the toilet paper that's is. That's interesting, That's right? the conversation. It's just communication. Because there is the, the stigma or the stereotype or whatever that says, you know, a woman turns a, a house into a home or whatever, right? So it's kind of like... Einfield. <laughs> so it's kind of like maybe where she put it is... is it's um What's the word I'm looking for? Homey? Not even homie, but it's just uh, it makes more it's, sense it's, to be located what, there well, the, versus. But that's based off of her who, experience, exactly. or how she grew up, right? Yeah. But for instance, it, my girl used to come in and flip the toilet paper roll. Yeah, the other one's there. I couldn't stand <laughs> like, that shit either. Like, well, no. who says that which way is right? So, but since this is my house, <laughs> I'll tell you who says that, <laughs> and this is the way I like it. <laughs> I'll tell you who says that. Hotels. If you go to a hotel, which way? Is, which way is it done? It's, it's over, over, not yeah. under. Who the fuck pays attention to that? No, 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 I, no, no, no. I don't know why. But, 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 uh, so you go to a hotel, you flip uh, it if it ain't right. It's never wrong. Yeah, they always it should be no, always to your, over. It to does, your standard. It doesn't matter how the hotel does it because that's based on that hotel. No, multiple no, no, hotels. It's based on hotel. Yeah. Okay. If if you go to somebody's house and they say, "Hey, I like it this way," mm-hmm. 
Well, thank you, but I prefer it better my way. It's my house. Word. Right. So, so you flipping it may not be your place if you this know, ain't your house. I'm, I'm not going to go to your house and flip your toilet paper. Right? I've had conversations with women that don't even know that they do that. Like, it's not yeah. intentional. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just, it just so happens that oh, every time they do it, it's the wrong way. <laughs> no, I mean, so, so it wasn't. Hey, we ran out of toilet paper. I'm gonna put this new toilet paper on, and this is the way I'm gonna put it. Like this was effectively oh, going look, and I see it's that way. Let me flip that. Yeah, nah. Mind Stop your doing that. Mind your business. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you know, do whatever works for yeah. you. You know, whether it is living together before you get married or living together afterwards. But there, at the end of the day, there is definitely an adjustment period mm-hmm. when you move in with your 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 wife or your husband after you've been married. Um, so we we posted this topic on. IG and you know we, we got a lot of comments from it so I wanted to discuss it here and the comment was is it okay to try and date your ex friends I thought that was interesting because I, I don't know if that really exists in the black community you know I, I went to um, high school in a, in a white school and white people were dating their ex's friends like it was nothing like literally they would break up today and by tomorrow <laughs> you know what I mean they were dating their ex's friends it does it does it have to be an ex or can it just be somebody you dealt with? Well, like I mean, say say I had sex with this girl, maybe me and this girl were were talking, we had sex, and then she just. But I don't I don't think it's as important if y'all was just you know kicking it and y'all had sex. You know That's not mean? true. I mean, for I think women, I, 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 oh, well, I think it, I think it for, might be for women. Oh yeah, if if you like even, the guy yeah. and you never spoke to him, yeah, your friend can't. <laughs> I just had this conversation yeah, with my guy yeah. the other day. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I can't say all women, but I definitely have heard what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah that shit is crazy. So let, let's start with the exes first, and then we'll get into the... Uh... So, I mean, I, I, it depends, right? I think for that, I'm okay with it if it's been like... Like if I moved on and I found a chick I want to be with, yo, do you. Right. Right? If I haven't moved on and you know like I'm still hurt from that, yeah, you got to fall back or let me know. Right. You know, because if it's like, yo, she came on to me, I'd be like, yo, fuck it then. Because then I know what that is. And that'll probably help me move on quicker right. and get over it. Right. I'm not, you know, if it's the love of my life and I'm like, yo, I love this girl, man. I can't be without her. <laughs> well, your, your homeboy hopefully wouldn't. Yeah, he, and that's he, what I'm saying. Right, right, right. You know, if it's like that and he do that, that I, I don't, I'd probably be mad at him for a while. But that would still be my homie. I just know that that girl ain't shit, and that's what it—that's what it means to me. I just—I guess I just kind of flip it on her. But like, I mean, if you if you if you if you if you trying to talk to my ex, let me know. Like, just come up to me, and be like, "Yo, this happened." I'm be like, "Yo, do you? You know what I mean? Do you?" So. That's okay. Yeah. We can edit, we can edit that part out. Were you trying to tell him to steal third? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was thinking about. Was like, oh, I, I don't know yeah. what that meant. For those of y'all listening, he's, he he's shaking the table, the table. So I was kind of like, yo, lift your hands off the table. So yo, it looks like I'm. The way you did it. I feel you. I, I think, like, for me, is like, you know, certain women are going to be off limits, period. You know what I mean? As far as I'm concerned, it's kind of like, you know, I think as guys, we all have, I guess, the one or whatever that maybe you didn't quite, you didn't quite make it for whatever reason. And you don't feel comfortable with your boy, you know, or, or her trying to talk to your boy. And those are off limits. And like OG said, 
you know, your homeboy or your homegirl should know who those are. But outside of that, like, if it's somebody that she was dating and, you know, it just didn't work out, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? But I do believe as the person, they should come to you and, and ask how you feel about that first. I don't think it should be something that you're, like, slapped in the face with. You know what I mean? Like in Love Jones, when, um, you know, they went to that house party and Bill Bellamy was, was, was with Nia Long after she broke up with... Uh, What's his name? You know, that's kind of slap in the face. He should have went up to his boy like, listen, y'all not together no more. How do you feel if I take her out? And vice versa, she should have gave him a heads up too. And she definitely shouldn't have came to the party, you know, knowing that he was going to be there. So I think, you know, there has to be a lot of communication involved if that's something you're going to make. But obviously, if you know your friend, certain things are just off limits as far as I'm concerned. And I'm going I'm to I'm let you know. I'm not going to play that. Well, I don't care, man. You want to go ahead and smash it. I'm not with it no more and play that phony shit. Nah. Nah, you can't fuck her, nigga. Stay the fuck away from her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let it be known. Like, I'm going to keep it real because. I feel like this is. I feel like women are the only ones that be upset. You, They like a dude, but they ain't never talked to the dude. They got a whole husband and kids, but mad that girl <laughs> talking to him. Well, I mean, are you over it? I, I think it happens to guys when they're not over the situation but i just feel like i feel like though the guy code is on like a whole nother level yeah I, but guys guys are phony man. i don't know man guys guys well, they phony man like sometimes we don't express how we really feeling and we try to eat that shit and it comes off in different ways whereas women they just get crazy and you can see it right away you can tell that there's they are vividly mad well, well maybe it's it's a rational thing though because if 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 i've been this was my girl we done and she don't want me no more, and she wants somebody else that's in the group. I I can't really tell him he can't do that. I mean, I rationally now I could right. say, well, my feelings. This is I, that's why I said on the post, it, it, it's messy. You can't really. There's no way to know exactly what when it's right or when it's wrong. I mean, you but, know, I mean, conversation. Yeah, I guess uh, for the way I feel like the way we've always operated, like if if it's us four out. And we run into four four women, we gonna go with the one that's in front of us, right? But if it's women, they gonna go like, "We'll be right back. Go have a conversation. <laughs> Come back in a different well, position." <laughs> no, and like, but I've done that. guys don't do that. I've, I've done that with the group, and and, actually, and maybe I didn't choose the one I wanted, right, or actually, I said, "Okay, I I know what I you you want that one cool." I'm gonna run interference on this one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we, I mean, that's the same we've thing. Done yeah. that because one guy's called it out. But, I want this one. So, but, uh, but everybody else falls OG, in line. OG's yeah. also been in a situation yeah, where, where I said I want one. Yeah, and then, and then uh, <laughs> his homeboy called an audible on his ass. But, but what did you want? <laughs> the the one I got now is the. <laughs> Wait, what just yeah. happened? I don't know, but Fuck it, go that, ahead, yeah, I, that, uh, and 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 I'm just saying, you know, I just think, I'm just saying I don't feel like this happens with guys a lot. I don't feel like we had this problem. It, it doesn't, but it does. So Obi Wan and I, we've had this situation happen multiple times. Jamaica was number one, right? What happened, right? It was two chicks. One was tall, one was short. I just automatically assumed that the tall chick would be me and the short chick would be right. So. You know, we approached We're going to edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Man, that was a while ago. Who we'll, cares? We'll be Obi One, right? Oh, oh, what? We, huh? Yeah, Obi. Yeah, Obi-Wan. yeah, yeah. But um, so we approached the girls, and you know, we're talking to them, and to your point, they did go off 
and have a conversation. And I think we peeped that shit, right? And then we had a conversation. Okay, it looks like they're trying to decide. Whichever one comes to us, let's just rock with that. And that's what we did. Now, you know, there's another individual that goes by the name of St. Beasy. Yeah, I'm going to put you out there. I'm going to put you out there where St. St. Brian did not go with who he was supposed to go with, which Word. was the chick that was feeling Yeah, him. that shit kept flip-flopping, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, Shorty said she wanted St. Brian. No, no, no. I mean, he kept flip-flopping. Oh, yeah. He kept going. He, he wanted both, apparently. Yeah. He did, and he ain't communicate. But I think I think, I think, think men work. I mean, it depends on the men, but I feel like in our situation, we worked a lot better. I mean, hell, that's how the hell I met my fiance. Yeah, that's true. It was, was Obi-Wan and I. We were out, and, you know, she wrote out. I was like, yo, I'm yeah, going to do this. This one looked like she feeling you already anyway. Uh, yeah, but that was so that's rock. That's a different, a really different situation than the actual question, though. Yeah, no, I, I know, but we, you know. we segued into having Wait, a different conversation. I just wanted to throw what? out a little three cents in that bitch. I guess the reason why I brought that up is to kind of say, like, guys kind of know what it is based off of how we are. Like, we, we rock with what it is. Like, if we talk to a chick or we just mess with a chick and your homeboy kind of mess with that, we kind of know what it is. Like, okay, she's a scutter bucket. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Is she, is she really just because she went from homeboy to homeboy? I mean, I mean, if it's, if it's from you to one other, then maybe she's just somebody who was looking for love. But oh. if she went from you to me to him to them, then maybe she's. Yeah, how many people are Eskimo brothers at this table? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But but that's the thing. Yeah. Right? How many people are Eskimo brothers? In I don't the know what Eskimo brothers are. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what it is. People like who have nose in a course with the same woman you know, at the same that, time, or no, 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 different times. But just problems you share that a nose. sexual partner. Shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> listen. Oh, oh. What I know is that once after I've had the girl, I don't know what she's done. So I I have no. Nor do you care. No, I don't. Nor but do you care. However, however, though, if if one of y'all have had a, a female, when y'all dated her, or whatever, I don't want her. Yeah, you're I, right. I, I just don't. I, did, she could have been the baddest woman in the world when I saw her. If one of you have had her, I don't want her. That's perfect, because I was just going to say, like, for me, when that happens, like, women fall into categories in my head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, I'm the type of person that doesn't want to be categorized, but when, you know, if it's a chick that's already been with one of my guys and she's trying to hit, first of all, it, I mean, it depends on the chick and it depends on the homeboy or whatever, right? But secondly, you know, if they fall into the category where they're not wifey material, they're not girlfriend. No, you right. can't be. They're you can't be that. You are, you can't you are, be you are, you are a fun titan. Yeah. Okay, you are a good time. I don't even know it. that you can be fun time. But that, that's the match, though, is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. If I meet a woman and she had a girl, uh, a boyfriend, and she cheated on him, or she had a dude and she oh, was yeah, messing she... around with me, you fall into a category of an untrustworthy chick. So you're you fun time. Like that's just. That's just I think me. that's the difference. Between yeah, that's the fundamental fundamental difference. Yeah. You're right. I agree. So, um, that, you know, funny that you guys said that. I wanted to segue into something else that we talked about on the thread, which was. Uh, if I can find it, <laughs> give me a second. Oh shit! Yeah, we be talking about a lot of shit on the thread. We got to be more specific. Boss. Yeah, it was the one about you know being loyal and keeping secrets. So it was pretty much, pretty much. Where do you draw the line of loyalty when it comes to keeping secrets about your significant other's friends, and uh, when your friends are trying to get at them? And the reason why I thought about this, right? And I think you need to clarify. I'm going to give an example. Bit. Okay. <laughs> and an example I'm going to use is, is is me and OG, and I'm trying not to use any other names. 
and I actually wasn't trying to keep any secrets, but you know, there was someone he was talking to in the past or whatever, and something came up recently as a matter of factly, and he was like, oh, nigga, you wasn't going to tell me that? And I was just thinking, like, I, I didn't hide that on purpose. You know what I mean? It's just I don't in, even know what he's talking about. <laughs> it just, I, I have an idea. Yeah, it just didn't register. So it had me thinking, like, you know, when you have your significant other, your girl, whatever, she probably tells you stuff about her friends or whatever. And um, if your boy is interested in that friend and you know stuff about her, do you feel obligated to keep your girl secret or do you feel obligated to tell your boy, like, listen, this is how she get down. Or listen, she didn't fuck a couple of other dudes that you might know. No. Or listen, she burning. You know what I mean? Like, like, so where do you draw the line? You don't. Please stop me if she's burning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't let me go down the rabbit hole if she's burning. Well, well the burning part, yeah, that's obvious. But everything else. You like, got you to gotta know your boy. And you got to know the, the secret. If the secret is is you know she's Muslim, you know, and, <laughs> and you know your boy ain't got no no qualms with that, then okay, maybe no that's not a big deal. deal. Right. If the, if the secret is she used to be a man, he might need to know that immediately. Word. If, oh, if, or don't kiss her. Or if the secret is so so if if my girl's got a homegirl and she tell me you know. The, she, she's been with a lot of people yeah. and my boy like yo I want that the first thing I'm gonna say is yo she been around so, so go you, ahead so it sounds like your loyalty lies with your boy it's more gonna so. it has to but even if this is your wife listen my loyalty my boys it, the, the, the way that I that relationships have to work for me mm-hmm. is that my wife my girl my whomever gotta be gotta be cool with my boys you know that that's 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 how that that works for me. When when you when as a as a this used to be a big thing. I don't know if it's still a big thing for people, but you know you go meet family, but you also met the friends, and right. and so the acceptance. Oh, the, your friends, your friends are keeping real with you, just like your family will. Right. Like, that this, nah, she ain't the one for you, dude. She right, right. she you, they'll see things that maybe you didn't see. So y'all should be as close. Well, not maybe as close, but close with her as well. So my loyalty ain't never going to be to my girl's friend over my friends because my friends are my family. So Word. I'm going to tell my family what it is. And, and, and my girl say, well, why you tell them that? I'm going to say, is you crazy? <laughs> That's my family. Why wouldn't I tell them? She, I don't think she would even question it. So I, I don't think there's ever a, a line to be drawn. Now, if it's something that just I don't need to say, then I just don't need to say it, but. Yeah, I, mean, I think it gets a little bit more complicated when that's like your your best friend, your sorry, your girl's friend is your your boy's girl. Like they're together. I think that's a little bit different because now it's like that's that's his business as well. Right. And you know, if yeah. he ain't telling you, yeah, it might nice. be a reason why he ain't telling you. Right. And you don't need to really bring that up. Yeah, you but stay if, out of that shit. But stay if it's like. A check he trying to get at. Right. I mean, I think you let him know the lowdown, and you right. that way he can make his own decision. So if he make his own decision to come out bad for him, be like, look, I told you she was burning. <laughs> you know why what is, I mean? <laughs> why is the secret always burning? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, or it is what it is. I told you she been around. I remember I was when we was in Jamaica. There was this one chick trying to get at me, and I was like, cool. Uh, the the girl who I was there for her wedding, her her who's now her husband came up to me like, look, yo, if you want to do that, yo. 
you need a he need to uh, strap up three times. He ain't tell me what she was doing. Right. He ain't tell me her business, but he gave me enough info for me to make an educated <laughs> decision. <laughs> a highly educated. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. No, I mean I think I almost feel like that's guy code anyway. I feel like you know as men, it's just an understanding. Like, listen, this is my boy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're you're my girl, you're my wife, and you told me something about your. But I can have, that's my boy. That's family, as OG said, and essentially, I have to let him know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially, yeah. Like you can't just. Because it, it it gets more difficult. It becomes difficult when something goes wrong and you knew. Or even if it don't go wrong and he 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 falls in love with the girl. Like this is now his girl when yeah. you could have yeah. warned him in the beginning. And maybe he still would have fell in love. But exactly. that's cool. Give him all the information he needs right. to make that decision. Right. That's all I this ain't a movie. Only that shit only happened in movies right. too. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell him that all bullshit. She killed her last four I'd, boyfriends. I tell him they're living blood in type. the basement. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I said, man, and and funny enough is you actually tell your boy, and he still probably go with it anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it's just it's fair yeah. to me to let them know everything that's going on, and I, I I actually wonder like how women approach that and how they go about that. And you know, you know what? Even even if that if if that if I'm close with my girls female friend and she asked me about my boy i mean i ain't i'm not gonna give her a whole lot of detail but i might tell him yeah he he probably ain't what you want if this is what you're looking for right if if you're looking for a relationship and i know he ain't that i might tell her well nah he's not he's not in the same headspace as you right now which is my uh, code word for yeah he just trying to fuck you and get out of there but i i don't think we should just be misleading people and say what they should find out on their own Right. That's that's a problem, that's a problem, and that and that can end up messy. Yeah, I mean, I think <clears throat> you know Obi Wan said it best. There's ways to to tell people information without telling no. the whole thing, and from there they should be able to make a educated decision. And you know and that's what that's what it comes down to. Um, tell me if y'all are familiar with this right here. Fuck them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know who that is? I think we're all familiar. Who's that? I mean, there's nobody at this table under 30, so. Well, apparently, I played the music because he might be getting out of jail. I don't know if you guys have heard the news, but, you know, he was accused of, and I'm talking about C-Murder, just in case y'all didn't know. He was accused of shooting a 16-year-old boy when? In 2002. You say he about to get out of jail. He been in jail as long as I've right. known about it. But here, here's the he kick. came out. Here's the, here's, the, here's the kicker. The two witnesses that said they saw him do it are now coming back to say that the police coerced them to, to say that. So they're going to jail? They should, right? Well, yeah. let's yeah. let's be real. That Negro's name is C. Murder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he done murdered somebody, so... <laughs> Yeah, but he did his time. Because remember, he was in jail, and he came out of jail, went right back to jail. <laughs> no, no. Like, so he did his time. He, he paid his paid for the crime or whatever. My, my whole thing, I'm just not a stickler for putting people in jail yes, for things are. they didn't do. Okay, they not, didn't not do. for things they didn't do. Yeah, However, if you did something and you go to jail, fine. I'm not going to argue the case, but like... Unless your name is Meek. But yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, you give, you give him a break. 
Yeah, because he went to jail for something he didn't do. When? <laughs> this last time that, like, this whole his whole situation is because of something he didn't do, which is why he's trying to get the whole thing dropped because the police officer who uh, arrested him. And, Look, I think this is a conversation for another day. Yeah, uh, yeah, off the yeah, air. Yeah, let's go back to see murder. Something he didn't do or something he didn't get caught doing. No, he didn't right. do this particular situation. How do you know that? Well, because that's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you know how many people are in prison right now that oh, didn't yeah. do what they in prison for? Yes, everybody. No. <laughs> yeah, everybody that's true. says they didn't Everybody's do innocent in prison. Yeah. But anyway, so back to see murder. Out. You know, I, I just thought it was crazy that, first of all, like the witnesses, like, like that's crazy to me. Like, so you go this long, over 10 years. You know what I mean? And you're now just coming out? And the first one came out, and so then the second one came out. So if the first one didn't come out, the second one went and came out. It's, it says a lot I mean, about your character that you let a man, an innocent man, go to jail well, well, and stay in jail that long. Who are these, who are these witnesses? Yeah. I, I guess it was people that were at the scene. So what, what was the scene? Uh, well, I mean, because were they in the hood? Well, like, like, was it just like they out here killing they, people? They, they were at a club. They, they were at a club. Because these these people, the life they live, they don't give a shit. No, they they looking out for themselves. Well, what's innocent? You said that they they let an innocent man go. You you saying he did innocent for this case? But right, it did. You moral, got, morals aren't moral. So you guys you you guys sound like white people. No, and no, how they talk about black I th- men. I think you're, I think you're missing my point, and and my my point is that I'm. I'm making for the these people. People justify actions by their beliefs. So uh, there's a there's a bunch of these little little um, anecdotes and in, in, in which you gotta or there's even been movies about it where you gotta decide who dies and you you, you got a group of people. One person's gotta go, and they give you all the backstory on these people, and then maybe one of them was a crooked politician. He didn't do anything in this particular instance, but he's been crooked in the past, so he's not innocent in some people's mind, and we'll let him be the one that goes. So it, they may those people in that situation may, may felt like, well, he's done a lot of grimy stuff he didn't get caught for. He can go down for this. They may also have been the police just really set them up sort of like how I mentioned in the early episode, earlier episode where they did the confession tapes and the police just kept grabbing these people and paying them to say certain things and these people go to jail. If you coming out now and you saying, hey, I lied and this person served time, how much time did them people serve? You need to go serve it. And and if you saying, well, I had to do it, the police made me, they, they threatened my life, okay, you and that police need to go. Be accountable for your actions. I think we need to be careful about one thing, and that is we are expected to abide by the law, right? I mean, like, we are expected to do things a certain way, and then if we do not, we are expected to go through the court system and be okay with the results because the judicial system, the court system, was designed to work. So when you now start to say something like, well, they're not totally innocent, so... You know, let them go away for a crime they did not commit um, because they did some other crimes. That To me, that's wrong because the system that we are supposed to align ourselves with, the system that if we get in trouble or someone we know gets in trouble has to go through the process, we have to believe that it works. But when you start manipulating the process based off of your own personal beliefs, that becomes a problem. And that's my biggest issue. And the issue here is this. 
whether he actually shot that kid or not, the two witnesses that said that they saw him do it did not see him do it. So that affects this process that has not been changed, that these people of, of higher position, judges and lawyers and politicians live by and die by, you know what I mean? We can't do that. Like, you can't start switching things up in your favor. It becomes a slippery slope. And I say that when we talk about Meek Mills, too. Is Meek Mills innocent? No, he probably done a lot of that shit he, you know, he went to jail for. But did he do it at that instant, that that's that time that he went to jail for? No. And that's kind of my point. You like, don't know that right. no so for I, sure. I get what you're saying. And what I said about his name is C. Murder, he probably killed some people. <laughs> what I mean is he probably did kill that person. Maybe those witnesses didn't yep, see it. But, but Maybe the cop that. that told them to lie saw it, but he did not have any other evidence. I'm not saying it's okay, right? I'm not saying it's okay that the cop lied because it taints the system, like you said. It's not okay that the witnesses lied because it taints the system, but it's not okay that he's going to get away free for killing somebody either. Which but we don't how, know if how, he actually did well, it. Well, here's the thing, right? Who's to say we that Master yes. P did not pay these... Uh, witnesses to recant their story. So he's going to wait yeah, almost exactly. 15, 20 years? Yeah. Before... yeah. He caught him at a good time. Yeah. <laughs> what you mean? Like, yeah. and all this shit yeah. is possible. Yeah, Yo, you have to you have to catch people when everybody got a price, right? And you got to catch them at their price. You're right, because for some of these people, they said the reason, and of course, I'm, fat che- I'm fact checker and I'm checking it right now. Okay. Um, one of the person said the reason why was that he was scared because right. the investigators said that they were going to uh, put put him up on charges for having an underage girlfriend. Right. Hmm. Now, what's the statute of limitations on that? Exactly. We might be past that now, and he can speak freely. Who knows what the... You, you never know, but just like you're saying, it's not fair that the prosecutor can bring up witnesses to lie. It ain't fair for a defense lawyer that's getting paid all this money to get somebody who's guilty off with the same tactics, but it happens. These people literally go in and look at a jury and select a juror that they think is going to help them win. Right. The whole system's fucked up. Right. So I agree. I, that, but that, that but that is the system. So either either you cheat the system or you be okay with what the system finds. That, and yeah, and we're, not, we're not okay with any of that, right. ideally, right? Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like maybe we should have a little bit more compassion for what's going on because the system that we're talking about too often works against people of color and that's my issue like yeah you guys are totally correct I agree with that and what you're saying but it's not balanced if it was balanced then fine it'd be cool but too often it's police officers it's politicians it's lawyers and judges who are manipulating this process in their favor against people of color i think it's a cycle though right i mean at some point you have compassion at other points you're angry then you're sad then you're mad and you want retaliation i mean i think it's a cycle i I don't not have compassion for someone like Meek Mill or C Murder, but I don't necessarily have compassion for them because I think they're adults and they make decisions and they got to be able to live with the decisions they make. The reason why I don't have compassion is these are the same people that have repeatedly bragged on wax yes. about doing some of these things. Now, if it was, you know, Joe Blow that got lied on, okay, yes, I will feel some compassion for them. Their right. name's not C-Murder. They're not on record <laughs> saying that they, they got mad guns and they killed mad people. Like, yeah. McNeil never said yeah. he killed people, but right. he's bragged about yes, weapons yes. and drugs. Like He said he's killed people in battle raps. That's on video. Yeah, but so, not, so there you go. Like, I can't feel compassion be, for these people. It could be entertainment. Right. I was going to say, it's, it's so, entertainment. So here, here though, here's There's where, only one killer I know, and I won't here, say his name out loud. But they where, say they're real. They talk but, about how yeah. they're real, though. 
He's with you see it. what I'm saying? Like they're portraying that that is actually them. Why am I feeling compassion for somebody Listen, who actually Jay-Z portrays said, that he's a gangster? But, but why are we why are we judging people for that that feeling that he just expressed? Because the the, the problem is that the the judicial system exactly has brought out this 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 jury of your peers, mm-hmm. and they pretend. And they've sold this idea that that judge, the the jury, that everybody in that courtroom is devoid of all of those things when making their decisions. When in, in a real life situation, we're not even devoid of those things. There's a reason that my father told me growing up not to wear my pants hanging off my butt or not to wear. Maybe he didn't want me wearing cornrows or maybe he didn't want me to, to act like people to look like people who are doing certain things or to 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 have a an appearance of of guilt on things cuz you get it put in that situation if yeah. if if I'm a person that steals and something come up missing you're going to look at the person that steals yeah it, it, that mm-hmm. my past is going to come up even though maybe I paid my my dues people why you can't change people are also creatures of habit so if if Meek Mills is is gotten caught doing something, and then he doesn't get caught doing a bunch of things, and then he gets caught later on doing something that falls in line with those things. And why wouldn't I think? And the judicial system is set up in a way that you know your character yes, goes a very fucking is. long way. But but that's his big issue, and every time he says that, it hits my mind like yo, we do the same thing as normal people every day. Your character, his character right now is. <laughs> I don't know what to say he's about to go do. Like, if any one of us get brought up on charges, this shit can be used against us in the court of law. Yeah. Like, right. And and when you think about it, 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 in cases like murder, you got to prove it without a reason. doubt, yeah. right? Like no, that, but that's, that's the issue, not necessarily. Well, that's no, like, no, you have to convince that jury, though, but, with, but, without but, a doubt. But see, and, that's, and that is my issue, because we talk about character, right? And any one of us can go through a situation where we can be painted into a character that is questionable. Although we know your character is not questionable to a jury, to a person that has no idea who you are. Well, the, and that's, that's kind of the issue. It's that's, like, that's why they say you have to prove it. I mean, there's no there's no fair... We can sit here and say that those those witnesses, that, that they... Maybe those witnesses actually saw him and perhaps they're legally blind, but they're not legally blind by the state. That state don't know they're legally blind, but they can't see for shit. And they're out here saying... I saw him. I saw him. I saw him. He t- they take a test and they say I saw him. If the jury, if they have proved that to the jury, right. it doesn't matter. It's it's gonna yeah. be there's gonna be some degree of flaw in that. Mm-hmm. There's always gonna be some degree always. of flaw. But that is that is the system. I mean, and that's the way it works. There's no right. way to prove it unless you got unless but you got God saying, coming down saying he did it. Right. Well, Mind I, you, I he mean, was there and in the vicinity. <laughs> like it's not like he was like clear on the other side of the right. club. Like he was close to somebody getting killed. But the, the other thing is, we don't actually know that he did it. Right? Talking about C murder. Like we just know. Like we know that he got out of jail because his brother was campaigning hard and his brother got money. And a lot of people in high places was angry about that. Then we know. Next thing we know is he goes to a club and a little boy dies and he goes to jail. He's the one that did it. Right. But what we don't know, 
based off of this is if he actually did it. Like we can sit up here and say based off of his character, based off the fact that he's his name is C Murder, that yeah, most likely he did Dis- it. But you don't know that he didn't Dis- do it either. Disregard right. all of what but you just innocent said. Innocent until can't. proven guilty. He was guys. proven guilty <laughs> off of false statements. Were you That's at that? The- were you there? <laughs> but I'm, was it was a whole bunch of shit that went into that. What I'm saying is, were you at the event? No. Were you? In the courtroom during that trial, no. no. So you didn't get to determine whether he was innocent or, or guilty. But they went through a process. He was determined guilty. Guilty, even with all the money that Master P had, his brother has to buy the best lawyers well, well, to you, buy the you judicial can't, system. You can't Mind beat you. against witnesses, though. That's what I'm saying. Like you, yes, can. you can. Yes, can, yes, you can. can. Yeah, all they have to do is discredit. No, no, no. Right? You have to discredit the witnesses. That's simple. Yeah. And that doesn't always go. That doesn't always. That's did, not always the reason. They did, have to have a weapon. They do ballistics. It's a whole bunch of shit. Did that you goes just into, hear what he said? Though? Like, what, what, what was the the, the witnesses that the police was going to pull him up on charges yeah. on underage yeah. girlfriend? That speaks to that person's character, right? But guess so what? If the defense doesn't know that because the prosecutor. Then the prosecutor fucked up. No, the defense fucked up. Yeah, the defense fucked up. Just like that. They should have known that. Listen to what we're saying because it almost seems like we go into a situation. Like once again, my issue is because this happens to people of color too often. It it seems like we go into a situation where we say it is innocent until proven guilty, but it's automatically because he's a person of color that nigga's guilty. No, then we prove it to be innocent. We're saying that he was proven guilty. Yeah. By but, but a false narrative. But I'm, but I'm also saying that's only a part of it. That's a small part I mean, well, of it. Well, you know what? I'm not familiar with the whole case. I don't know if his hand. Yeah, so we can't say you know, he was, did or was, didn't. was matched on the weapon. Did they even find the bullets? Did Who they knows? even find the weapon? I don't you even know. How you can't they... have murder without them finding the weapon. You can't. You can't. You can't prove somebody guilty for murder. So they found a, a weapon. The, you have to. They have to have found a murder weapon. Did they tie his hands? To, they like, probably did GSR on his hands. Like they, they probably did all they this shit. Because a lot of times when people get off of murder, is it was older cases where they didn't have the technology to prove that that person was actually there, and they pulled. They they must have had the technology at this time to prove yeah. that he was 2002, actually there. Yeah, or yeah. Well, well, let me pose this scenario. Maybe he didn't kill the little boy, but maybe he knows who did. Right. And he chose not to talk and to take that time instead. You still saying, well, he was innocent. We shouldn't, we shouldn't, he shouldn't be yeah. charged? Based off of the system that has been created for us, yes. Because like I said, the white people use the system. If they got enough to charge him. The white people use the same system to their advantage. Why, yeah, black so, people don't. Yeah, that's, that's well, what I, the white people, people are, of color the, don't. The, the white people are also playing the game. Very well. So, but it's a it, disadvantage. So, listen, because, are they using it for murder? There's no other option than this game, though. They, they're using it for a lot of things. To me, what, what other to me, taking money from a family because you embezzled that money and that family didn't get the money and the dad can't take care of his family, it to me is the same as murder. But they live. They live. They might as well not, die if you can't take same. care of his family. No, I mean, no, not the same. That's, that's not obviously the same. that's a matter of opinion. That's, yeah, that's, in my opinion, if if I invest my life savings because me and my wife talk about it, and this man promises that he can do something, and it's a fucking Ponzi scheme. And he gets away on, on. You don't have to take no, any onus on that. Most of them go to jail. A lot. Of yeah, yeah, for like one but, to two but, years. Oh no, 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 depends on how much money. But there's max security. Hold on. There's no White onus. Collar, yes. There's no onus on you for giving this person that money. 
Because if that if there's no onus on you for giving that person that money, then everybody who's ever sent money to the Nigerian prince, <laughs> there's no onus on them either. You, know, you you make decisions based off of what you think is possible. And this man's telling you he can take your one thousand and flip it into fifty thousand, and you believed it, and it didn't work. That's a calculated risk that you took. Yeah, maybe he did a Ponzi scheme and he screwed you, but. Part of that is your fault. Yes, Vernon Madoff extent. is in jail for 150 years. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, like they, yeah. it's not just one, two years. Right, right. They're but going away forever. He, he was a scapegoat. If you let's read his story, okay, maybe he was a fucking scapegoat. He was maybe. A scapegoat. Maybe. maybe he was a scapegoat. And maybe C. Murder is also a scapegoat. <laughs> right. And so is me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fuck out of here. I'm the fuck out of here. Because the reason why I say he was a scapegoat is because other people were doing the same shit, but he did it the best. And the biggest. Okay, but what? there's always going to be scapegoats in, in everything that yeah. you do. But why always... do people of color have to be it all the time? Because if any one then, of us, because they're not they don't... all the time. He just showed you. OJ <laughs> got off. Yeah, OJ did. Hey. What you gonna say? Hey. Say it. he didn't do, do it. it. Do it. We weren't there. What, he... I, what I will say, <laughs> he not is... black. He OJ. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say, they used the system correctly. Well, listen, as a black this, man, okay. he had the money so to do the it. The system is what we've got. Until we can overthrow the system and change it, this is what we've got. Yeah. So, so, so people that decide they're going to go play in the NBA, they don't say, man, well, fuck it. I'm going to start making four-pointers. That's not the system. You can't go in and change the rules. So right. if you can't beat them at their own rules, don't play the game. But it's, it's kind of hard to join them if the disadvantage is, you know, we're I not agree. on the same. You know but what I mean? That's like, the world. Everything you you just named could be used for because a sixteen year old white boy can get drunk and kill yep. a, a poor person. Yep, and his daddy happens to know the judge yep. on his case and he puts him on probation. Yep, that's that the would, difference. That will yep. never happen. Well, with black well, people, not, no, that's not true. That's well, not, it can, but in most cases, that's not uh, the situation. Black, black people money get away with a lot of things. Let's be yeah. real. There's yes. a, there's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's, a, there's also a lot of rappers but, out here in the game that yes. did a lot of the things that Jeff, they did. R. Kelly and and they they got away with it. Also said. Believe half of what I say, or, or Listen, none of what but, I say. Half it, of what it, it doesn't matter. However, they got away with it. it is BDC single locked it, up? It, it, yeah, that's true. Half of what you say, <laughs> it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not just money either. It's connections. Yeah. If these people that are part of the the, the Masonic Temple and that Brotherhood, the, these uh, people that are part of fraternities, they all use their connections. Right, so they play that game, and black people play it too. Is it disproportionate in 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 the terms of where it's successful? That's the key. Yes, yes, yes. but I, until you have something that you can replace it with, right? I can't, what can I say? Can we even replace this process? Is that even possible? We I need to get lawyers up in here. I've been trying to get. So I don't it, think it's it's possible, but it's definitely it's going to be. It's not going to happen no, within our line to, a lifetime because you have to you have to get the right people in place, and and, and that would never and, happen. Yeah, but you can't. Because to get those people in place, they've got to get the vouch from somewhere. You need amendments and a and whole bunch of And those people that shit. vouch for them, once they get in place, eventually are going to say, hey, remember, well, I vouched I mean, for you. I need. I don't this. think that's just. I think people need to also start being smarter. I mean, people don't know the amendments. They don't know what they mean. There are loopholes in all this shit. Yeah, people don't know what the first... They know the First Amendment, freedom of speech. Well, do you know everything behind that? You only have freedom of speech to your government. You don't got freedom of speech in your your damn organization that you work for. (laughs) They can fire you. You know, things like that. So people need to be more educated. And unfortunately, there's more poor, uneducated people in this world than there are people who are not 
and have some type of common sense. The fact of the matter is that judicial system cannot be created to be airtight. Like they pay these lawyers millions of yeah. fucking dollars to, to find loopholes. Yeah. Do you know yeah. how all this rich people? I was having this conversation when we were in Amsterdam with uh, a guy that works for the IRS. He knows all the fucking loopholes that people use to make sure they don't have to pay taxes. taxes yeah. The same yeah. shit that fucking mm-hmm. the POTUS is doing. Like, mm-hmm. come on, like this shit. Is, it's, you know they it's undeniable. The same people. That that found that loophole to to rectify it or to write a, an amendment to fix it are the same people that someone may employ to come find them the loophole. Yeah. Same it, shit with hackers and computers. Exactly. That's where you think do. they came they from. Hired, they were the ones that created it. <laughs> the government right now is training hackers and paying them millions. Yep. And I feel like this is a perfect scenario for what you talk we about. Perfectly fucked. Perfectly fucked. And we, we keep talking about hashtagging that shit. We need to hashtag. And that's that just shit. America's Look, fucking hole. This is yeah. the world. It's the world we live that's in. It's the world. It's the world we world. live in, man. Yeah, true. Like, true. Yo, people will go crazy off of some of this shit that you're saying because it, it just seems like if you're not in a place of of uh, privilege, if you will, you're gonna fall by the wayside. So I don't think it. I, I think it's a place of knowledge. You got to get your mind up. You know, get your knowledge up. Because right. but how many you, people if, at this table is going to sit down and really, really reading yo, the but laws? If it, but if it comes down to it, yo, yo, fuck the money, yo. If you got the information, yo, you yeah, got a lot that, of you got a lot of power within that, within having that information. You may not necessarily have the money, but you, yo, you could. That's you, true, but that with knowledge comes suicide. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or, or, or murder. <laughs> well, that's why I said. That's why I'm saying suicide because okay. once you, you you got that knowledge and you're not going for the BS, you can't be bought. You can't be. But you're in the way. Somebody gonna get you out of there. Perhaps. I mean, you yeah. see, you see what you see how Malcolm got out of there. You see how Martin got out of there. These were people that 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 had the knowledge, that were empowering people. We we've talked about this before. Malcolm X, where. He he was shot on stage, right? He was failed by the people. Yeah, but him. people don't know that those bullets that entered Malcolm X's body came at a downward angle. So how'd they shoot him up on stage? He yeah. was failed by the people. Around I'm just him. saying. I, I, I agree with you. I agree that, with what you're saying. So, so when we start, it, I think that is, there's a lot that we we saying should be done. We should we should empower ourselves. We should get this knowledge. But that quote from Batman. That quote that Jay Z has used, where you, where you, where you die and be a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become a villain, is so true. And the system has has reinforced itself upon that. That once you do know that information, or once you do get to that point, you so far gone just to get there. You don't even want the people to realize the sins that you may have had to commit to get there, or the the sins that your family may have had to commit. It's 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 a really perfectly fucked situation right. where you come out and say well hey all of this is corrupt y'all are lying and this is what's going on and then somebody comes out the woodwork and say well hey you, you know you touched me and told me sexual harassment for this job and then seven more people come out and the next thing you know you're gone you're the scapegoat and yeah. nobody's listening to your claim which may have been true now everybody's only talking about how you have sexually harassed so many people and now you will never hmm. get a stage where you can present that information with it's, the same sword they knight you they go good night they, you with. exactly yeah. that's only half if they like you yeah so uh, it's a really fucked situation it's unfortunate it is how, how do you guys feel about segregation do you feel like you know, before we were, you know, we became officially mixed as mm. a race, we should have stayed separate. 
Mm. Or do you believe? And I, this is mm. just quickly because I'm segueing to something else. But before I get there, I want to see how that's y'all a, feel about a, that. That's an emotionally and racially charged question. Word. It's, it's awesome. Half of me says, answer, yeah. half of me says that that desegregation helped with advancement because in this world you do need some white people to get some shit done. Right. But the other half of me is watching watching my people be killed and it, disproportionately watching how how black people are treated even those that are are innocent says damn if we'd have been better off just by ourselves so i i don't know until they came know. and burned us exactly we would have been fucked anyway <laughs> yeah. so we 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 it's, it's it's hard to answer i mean i mean i i don't know if 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 things drastically changed then yeah then in then integrating was the best thing to do but a lot of people don't see the difference between which there is a difference between the 60s and now mm-hmm. but there's a lot there's but the difference between the 60s and now is the same difference between slavery and Jim Crow like right. it's it changed drastically but I said Jim Crow don't exist that was a myth well I, and the reason why Who I said that Bellagio no nah, it's, oh. it's part of what I heard in the little <laughs> bit of lyrics I could hear over that loud ass background music oh you said Nas the reason why I asked that is because I've heard some people say we would have been better off if we were separate. We'd been extinct if we were separate. I don't think there's any proof. There's any one location to bomb. <laughs> right. this, this yeah. Genocide. Yeah. Yeah. What you so, mean? I don't think there's any proof to say that we would have been better mm-hmm. off. Because here's here's how here's also how I kind of look at it. All these people that say that we would have been better off, take your ass to Africa. There's a whole country of black people waiting. The librarians for, did. They, they're yeah. waiting. I mean, a lot of people did. Yeah. But there's people I'm talking about now. There's a, lot of, there's a whole country right. of black people waiting for black Americans to come there and make it the country that it's supposed to be. Make it a better place. So if so, that's how yeah. you really feel, you can go somewhere. And, and the reason why I asked that question is because the Trump administration now is reversing the Obama administration's policy from affirmative action when it calls for colleges and universities to make race a factor in diversifying their campuses. And so I'm just wondering, is that necessarily a good thing or a bad thing that Obama put in place? Um, You know, do we feel like we needed that for people to get the kind of education from the schools they wanted to? Or do you feel like even if it wasn't in place, we can still be successful getting to into these schools and no. doing what we need. <laughs> no, I, I was just saying not to your last point because there are there are places, there are people, there are establishments that just don't want you if you're not what they want, and and that doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't have the intelligence that you did, that you weren't qualified. It, there there are places. My my back when I had hair, my barber used to tell me all the time of how things was were when he grew up, and he would go to these shops, and the shops would simply tell him, "You can't come in here," and and they, letting him know that it was because he was black, mm-hmm. but because it's their shop, it's their establishment. They got they he'll say, "Well, you can't stop me because I'm black," and and they'll say, "Well, actually, I got the right to refuse service to anybody." Right. Now I can't. I might not be able to say it's because you're, you're black, black right. but I can say I don't want to serve you, and right. there's nothing you can do about it. So, not having that, and maybe you would have never got into Yale and, or Harvard. Or and whatever. also, I mean, I think we got. I don't think it was it was a policy where the schools had to do that. It was right. more like a, a recommendation to consider. 
or to consider to make your schools more diverse. So if right. they if they weren't admitting, you know, black people or minorities or whatever it may be, they weren't like getting fined or penalized mm-hmm. or anything like right. that. So um, I I think. I don't know if it makes a difference based off of that. I think the schools that want that want to do that, right. that want to be inclusive, are going to do it. The yeah. schools that don't want to do it are not going to do it. And they weren't doing it when Obama said, hey, you guys should do this. Right. You know what I mean? So, so him taking Trump, taking that out of place, right? How does That's not going to affect people who've already gotten accepted, right? Right. I, I think it's pretty it's much it. Je- Jeff Sessions is saying that the government is working beyond their limits or some shit like that and and feel like uh the obama um administration's policy just doesn't make sense and the government doesn't have the right to impose that onto the university and colleges and well, I, I think i think he's i think he also said it's a it's a non-factor right I right he did say that well he should go to morgan state and, and tell all of those white kids that got the minority scholarships that they Word. are non-factor Word. it yeah. works on both ends it, right absolutely and i mean i think it's like, i don't i don't think i think as i said i think schools that were doing it before are going to continue to do it there yeah. were no benefits for them to do it except having a diverse campus it, it, but it does right? feel like a, with these ivy leagues there's been a lot more um yeah people of color that have been admitted into their system mm. or their schools in I the last I think it's five to ten years. I don't know this boy's name. Well, there's a couple. It's a couple people. Right. I don't know his name, but he got it. He got accepted to every single to one. all of them. Yeah. Would that have happened had they not had to consider him? Right. Who knows? Who knows? And right. and, and and if the the fact that this is being put in that this was put in place at some point suggests that it was an issue that these brilliant scholars were being denied if they weren't the right color. Right. So, and it is, but it's also unfortunate that um, these schools that they want to get into, they want to get into because they feel like it's the opportunity for them to, yeah. uh, you know, help them reach their yeah. their capacity. Whereas the, the I guess regular skill schools, if you will, don't live up to that uh, expectations. It's unfortunate that they have to go through this process because why can't they go to an HBCU that's going to push them, that's going to help them reach you know their their high potential to do something great in this world um and and to me that's part of the problem it's not necessarily about going to an ivy league school or or having the administration put a policy to be for for uh, people of color to be you know accepted into these schools it's about making these other schools up to par and you know we pay a lot of money for tuition and these schools to me are still failing students um you so, know. Yeah, I mean, it's so I think you, what you said is is accurate. Whether, I mean, they they felt it necessary to be able to go to these Ivy League schools because these non Ivy League schools or these HBCUs. I mean, it's all about selling them. Like, what yeah. what? How were these schools selling this individual? And versus these Ivy League schools, I mean, I went to, I went to. I did. I went to an Ivy League school to um, the chick I was talking to at the time wanted to get into the business school, and she went there for like a tour. I was like, "Damn, I want to go here." <laughs> yeah. I mean, and and it wasn't even for me. I I didn't go there to pay attention to anything, but they fucking sold me. You get what I'm saying? Right. So just just it's it, and and that's what a lot of the schools aren't aren't doing. So 
I mean, a lot of that onus is on these schools, on on HBCUs, on non-Ivy League schools to kind of sell the individual. But, I mean, when we also think about some of these schools that were built during slavery, during Jim Crow, I mean, their legacy has been that. And sometimes if it's not necessarily, hey, we want to continue to be a racist (laughs) university or not bring uh, diversity, but it could just be, well, we've never really looked at how we've, accepted students and maybe we need to really look at this policy right. look at how we do that again and try to bring more so diversity essentially what you're saying is that these ivy league schools are golden state <laughs> i mean this is, this is the same thing they have the draw that because right now they have they have that power they they can say hey ivy league we our students we we have it, it's no different than 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 duke saying well look how many of, of our basketball players go to the NBA or Alabama saying, look how many of our starting players end up in the NFL. They, these Ivy League schools are saying, well, look how many of these Fortune 500 COOs yes. or whatever are came from this school. And and realistically, if that if that wasn't their selling point, if, if that that diploma, that degree, that masters, whatever it is from from that institution did not weigh so heavily in the minds of those that you seek to impress to get these jobs, would people still say, I want to go to Ivy League school? Based off of what Ivy League was created for, what it what it originally meant, probably not. But the funny thing is Ivy League is no, is no different than HBCUs in the sense of how they were created. I, I feel like... That's not true. Well, I think they were created... Well. Obviously, you know, HBCUs were for black people because they didn't have the opportunity to go to other colleges. But what I mean was these colleges were created to educate, like, people. You know what I mean? Like, when you talk about the Ivy League, what is it, seven schools or whatever? Or, or eight schools? And I'm just saying their foundation, what they st- stood behind, essentially. And my issue with education as a whole is the the premise is to educate. Why is education at one school so far different from education at another school as far as the quality. Money. I mean, yeah, yeah. we're talking but, about... But that's unfortunate. But it should be... At some point, it should be... We're not talking about public school. But but what I'm saying is it should be equal to give everybody the best well, opportunity to reach their potential. No, they're just better. But how does that... How does that, how does that... How does that... Right. How does that translate, right? How are these Ivy League schools making... So much money. Number yeah, I mean, one, obviously they can charge. Alumni. They can charge more money. Right. But number alumni. two, alumni. Yeah. So because so, they have, most of the Ivy League schools are also the oldest schools. Yeah. So now, their money is long, and that's I mean, why I'm saying why it. that's why I said to you that the way they were created wasn't the same originally. Now see the the, the the what's put out about how Ivy League schools were created and and some other uh, theories about how they were created. They they kind of conflict, but these Ivy League schools, if you go through them, how many of those schools, how many of those schools have buildings, have wings of their building, or, or have uh, structures on that campus dedicated to slave masters? Almost all of them. Yeah. And that th- these Ivy League schools were created so these slave masters had places to send their, their offspring that would set them apart 
and set them ahead of those who weren't part of that business. Right. So in doing so, not only did I create a, a, a basically an, an elitist club, but if I'm a slave master that's running a, a big ass plantation, I got more money. So I'm sending my son here. Well, now I'm putting my money into this establishment. And so I did it. And then the next slave owner did it. And the next slave master. And, and all of these people do this. And money is constantly funneled into that program. And then while my student, my child is in that program, it's, it's ingrained in them to come back and give back to give this back school. To that school. And they continuously do that, and they've been doing it for hundreds of years. I, I just, That's I guess, what I was trying to wasps. Yeah, like you watch Mad Men. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. it's the wasps. Yeah, like a lot of things. White Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Protestants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you see a lot of shit, and you say, "Oh, white people, white people." They ain't all white people. No, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just unfortunately, black people haven't extended to that yeah. level of eliteness. Yet, yeah, I think it's going it, to but happen. It's, it's opportunity it's as well, right? Of them, so. It's also opportunity because what you're saying is what the school at this point can guarantee you if you go to an Ivy League school is a high paying job. Yeah. HBCUs can't necessarily guarantee. It's, I mean, I, I think so how do you give back as an alumna, alumnus to a school if you know you don't well, have a high paying job well, because I you mean, don't have those opportunities because you went to an HBCU? HBCUs ain't 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 selling to black people the right way. I mean, they don't care. HBC, and maybe they don't. I didn't go to HBC. I didn't go to HBC. They're funding from the state. They're 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 not selling to black people because I mean, for one, if you if you put the most successful black person that went to the HBCU to against the most successful, you know, non-black person that went to an Ivy League, or or better yet, just the most successful person that went to Ivy League, and you say pick who you want to be, I mean, nine times out of ten, you're gonna pick that person that went to the Ivy League, right? So. But only because of opportunity. Okay, but my point with with HBCUs, right? For one, they're not selling. The, the reason why they're not, I don't think they're selling to black people well is one, you didn't even respond to the two applications I sent you. Okay, so you want me as a black man to come to your school, invest, get an education, put back money in that school, but you can't even respond to me as a potential. Real quick, I want to clean that up. Not all HBCUs. I know there are some <laughs> private ones yeah. that uh, are, and if you look at them, they are in a higher echelon than the rest of the HBCUs. Yeah, like Morehouse, Spelman, and Ex- Howard. And yeah. how, exactly, and yeah. that's why, because their alumni have made it to high places. Diddy can literally come and Diddy start an graduate. internship program. Yeah. So, but, but I'm, just, I'm okay, you're yeah, right. Yeah. But, right. But I think you got like an honorary degree, right? But, so these people can actually... Do the same thing that these Ivy League universities are doing because what's happening, and you know, maybe this is TV shows, but I, from what I understand, this is how it happens. Somebody graduates, they go to this law firm, they ascend, or they start the law firm. Now they only recruit from that That's Ivy right. League yeah. school. Yeah. And, and, okay. and right. We're not doing that. To yeah. what OG but, said, how the kids came back and they put the money back yeah. in the school. I mean, sell me on that too. Like, you know how you want to keep this black? Yeah. You come back and you put, and, and, that's, and that's where it starts. Think about a liberty. Lib- not Liberty University in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Otis Otis HBCU. Liberty first, is in our Lynchburg. Hmm? There's there's, there's more than one. There's more than one. The first one got in it. Pennsylvania. First it. first HBCU. Oh, that one. Got it. Otis HBCU. I mean, when you compare them to some of the top HBCUs, it's not on that level, right? Yeah. But they should have the longest and the most deepest pockets because they are the oldest. Yeah. But I'm going to tell but you how many happens. people go to Liberty. You didn't even know that it was in Pennsylvania. This, <laughs> no, I, I remember just because oh, but, I, I but remember. This is, this is how that happens. You, you end up going to an HBCU. You say, I want to I wanna be whatever. 
I want to be the top of whatever. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to get a degree from an HBCU, and you go get it, and you start working, and you say, hey, I realize I need my master's, I realize I need my doctorate, but you don't go back to that HBCU for that. Yeah. You end up going to that Ivy League school because a doctorate from Yale looks better in 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 the location that you're trying right. to MBA work for. from Harvard. Looks so now, yeah. while you started building that legacy for 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 Morgan State or or Coppin or or Bowie, these HBCUs, you now got your master's or your doctorate from your your higher higher education from an Ivy League school, and now, well, where is your loyalty lying? In in terms of when you start giving back, well, you, you and gotta, it may be with that. You got to you got to step on the backs of these Ivy Leagues in the same way these Ivy Leagues stepping on the backs of HBCUs I mean, or whatever it may true, be. Everybody's I mean, not giving you that. Go, go get well, go get your masters from Yale. Okay. Still give your money to your HBCU. Did, did, you didn't go to HBCU. You two did. Now correct me if I'm wrong, because we, we were all in different departments. But there was there was outside of going to the Morgan State, uh, um, maybe I shouldn't say their name. Whatever. Outside of going to homecoming and them singing their alma mater, which most people don't even know that goes to Morgan, by the way. Uh, and and doing no, a little no, hand wave. You'd be surprised. A lot of people. No, know. No, no. We, our crew okay. just doesn't know. But no, no, no. I'm Morgan. talking about going to the homecoming and in the section I'm yeah. in. These people don't know this song. Okay. They we are we're singing it because they just handed it out and we're reading. Right, it. Right. But there was nothing that happened in that school where you were taught about the pride of that school. You had your orientation, you had the you know the basic knowledge of hey this is HBCU and this is what it stands for, but it wasn't like a there wasn't a, a big sense of pride instilled into at least in, in my feeling. No, it was instilled into like like it is in in these 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 um these like Ivy even, League schools. Not even Ivy League, even at Morehouse, because I've seen lots of videos when the freshmen at Morehouse, go to Morehouse. They put on and a they video. That they are them. outside. You are And you above. have the juniors and seniors talking yeah. to them about pride. Yeah. And, you know, because what I was getting ready to say was, well, that comes at home. You know what I mean? Like, for me, I have a son now. I want him to go to Morgan, you know? My, my yeah, little brother went to Morgan. My boys went to I want my son that, to go to Morgan. That's you wanting him to go. Right. And once he goes, now, depending on where you live, the Morgan State was about an hour away from home. Right. So I'm no longer under influence of mom. So who's who's reinforcing that who's, sense of pride? Who's selling him now? Yeah. Now, and no, now I that agree. I'm here, I agree. That's a I'm big seeing, factor. And I'm seeing some of those practices that that Morgan, well, not Morgan, the HBCUs are, are generally questioned on, like being in the, in their office, being you know their bursar's office, their registrar, all of that, where it's just not up to par. And and people aren't having to handling business professionally. Well, now how do I keep that pride? Well, I mean, I never did freshman year, but I think, um, I think that sense of pride was instilled to a certain degree. I just think it was short lived. So I mean, you know, MS, you know, people were hyped about that shit, right? Yeah, yeah but, but it, that was but, a fad. But, but, it was I mean, fad. That's my, but that's my point. Yeah. That's my, it was short lived and it well, stopped. And I that, should I, and let, that me, was it. let me clarify. I didn't mean that it's not done. It's mm -hmm. just not consistent. 
Yeah. It, we, we're not taught to well, have pride. It, it, to it needs more. It, it needs, needs more. It needs that. Yes. And, yes. and, you know, I know there are a lot of people that go to homecoming. I don't fucking go to homecoming. No. Not you know at what all. I'm saying? That's but, what I said. Our circle is a little bit different. But, I know a lot of people that go to homecoming. I, I mean, I know people from California. Yeah, but, but what are you going back. to homecoming yeah, yeah, for? What, what is that doing? Well, I guess if you go to the homecoming game, you're paying money. Yeah. And that okay. in turn is going back to the university. But, but we're, we're also reinforcing the, that, that these schools are a spectacle just for a party. I mean, because you're not going not back for <laughs> no, no. But this culture, because for example, what you see right in the black culture in HBCUs, you see the the Greek family. You see them that's if you were a Greek. No, no, no. But as a, a spectator, if you will, that just went to the school, and now you're coming back from homecoming. Let's just say 15 years later. It's a reunion. Is yes. that what you're saying? But yes. what the fuck does that do for it's, the right? For that's the, what I'm saying. Legacy. How does that doing, make you? Yeah. How does that make y'all so who went to Morgan and graduated want so, to so, put your money back into that school? So for that's me, what I want y'all to answer. They trick you, as a matter of fact. No, that, no, you're right. And, no, it doesn't. And, and you know that what I was going to say is that I mean I see these people. I don't know what they do, but I know that I give back. I know that I go to Morgan. I go to recruit. I know that uh, at the company that I work for, they have a giving campaign where if we donate a certain amount of money, it'll get matched, and you know that goes towards recruiting efforts and things of that nature to get students out of that university. To me, that's more than anything else. Again, to me, the only reason why I went to university was to get a fucking job. Like, I feel like that's why everybody's going. What right. you just named is far more powerful than you writing a check to Morgan State. I, I yeah. think so. I mean, I mean, my wife has a, a <laughs> client. Punch. <laughs> yeah. My wife has a client that does the same thing. She's a director at a big time company and it don't matter if you just graduate. She says, send me your resume. I know somebody that knows somebody. And even for me, when I talked to her, she put me on to because she was a, and she's an engineer as well. She put me on to a lot of things within a black community that I didn't, I wasn't even aware of that um, we have for you know black engineers. And I think it's people like Ike the Greats, people like like her, people in you know high places that are recruiting their own. Because let me tell you, my company that I work at now, you go, you see a lot of UPenn, you see a lot of uh, mm-hmm. College Park, and you see a lot of Virginia Tech, and they don't. Virginia Tech is killing it. They kill it. Virginia Tech kills it. Like for they real. run DC. Like all you have to say is you went to Virginia Tech and you pretty much have the job. They run DC. You know what I mean? And and and, and that's what it has to be about. And we can do that. But the first thing, you know, we have to get in those positions, or we got to start starting our own companies where we are hiring people from the schools that we came from and take pride in that. The other thing HBCUs need to start doing or stop doing is losing their accreditation. Because that shit doesn't help. Yeah, like that's true. That that doesn't help. Which means not only but did you, you you failed the students by hiring terrible teachers. But do you know what that process involves? Because um, you know, in the engineering program, as a you know, alumni, we are involved in that. And you know, part of that process is the school, the program has to reach out to people who graduated, and you're supposed to tell them when you graduated. Um, you know, what you're doing now and stuff like that. And I guarantee you a lot of people are not re- replying back. So you're going to lose your accreditation because the alumni that, didn't respond a, that's, back? That's a part of the process as far as auditing, you know, records showing that you have a certain amount of students who are graduate with, with your, within your program within a certain year. They, they this, also need to step up the schools, though. Several, it's, I mean, I'm just saying it's, it's a process. Not, I don't, And I don't mean the appearance necessarily. Yeah, you mean... I, I mean... When you start talking about HBCUs, you got one or two schools that are that are like big, 
big draws. Morgan, you got you got engineers, you got um, some in the computer science, and you got a bit of architecture. But even as big as they are, when I first went to Morgan, the big draw was the choir. Was the choir? Yeah. Was the was the liberal arts? Yeah. And Still while is. liberal while liberal arts is while I'm 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 so into the arts, and I think that's awesome. Number one, it doesn't it the the when you get that degree from there, it doesn't necessarily give you as much chance of success. But number Survival. two, it would it, it it has a it has a uh, kind of a stigma to it where you oh you you just are oh, you sing oh, oh you could just dance mm-hmm. like that it translation into the business world it it it's not like your school of business is is flourishing it's not it's not like people are saying hey i'm going to bethune cookman oh what you gonna be a part of the marching band like that's the first thing that, that people are saying even even uh damn what school is it that does uh is it stanford where their, their marching band does some of the dopest performances at halftime but that's not all the school is known no for. for yeah so they well, need to I mean, step their school as far as Mar- morgan is concerned they are finally, yeah they're finally going in, in a step in the right direction i'm not sure about the whole pride thing they just had their um was it 90th anniversary that we all missed for homecoming last year but um yeah and i know a lot of people that went to that and and, you know there's a lot of people that do take pride in hbcus and there's a lot of people like us that for me i can say personally i love the fact that i went to hbcu Mm -hmm. but i'm not a hundred percent you know involved and i'm trying to figure out a way to to be involved or you you said you want your son to go there right yeah absolutely so you better start buying some T-shirts. But yeah. you also, <laughs> but you you also are like in, in terms of where we're living. You talking about what schools, private schools, yeah. and all of that. So they they're gonna go to private school. Even well, even and if my son goes to like a great you know Public primary school. education okay. school or whatever, I still want him to go to Morgan. Go to Morgan. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So you want him to graduate from Morgan. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because there's a. I, I, this is a thing. I've, uh, I've met a lot of people who say, "I want you to have the HBCU experience." experience. You don't have years. to graduate from there, yeah, but go there. But how can you say that. that you are a part of the alum, uh, you know, HBCU alumni if you didn't graduate from there? Like, I feel like do that's you have in, to graduate from there to be an alumni. I think is is inauthentic. Like by by definition, do you yeah, have to? I think so. Yeah. Then I'm not an alumni. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's, it's inauthentic to say, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you only did two years, homie, and then you went to a white school well, I did three years there yeah, yeah but you graduated from, from there, you know I mean? but well, the so, way you look at it is different I don't see him sending his son to uh, Morgan State University well he, I, he just said yeah when you said send him to HBCU no 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 he well, said but, Yale oh oh he said yeah <laughs> I, did, I didn't I say correct but, but here's the thing though right I mean I'm just gonna give my child the best opportunity Right. Possible. Like if they get into a Yale, if they get into a Harvard yeah. and there's money to pay for it, I'm sorry, man. I'm just gonna go with what there, makes sense. Like there was definitely But what a, if they want to go there to There was HBCU. an episode on black. On black as yeah, you that. talked yeah, about yeah. it. So yeah. what what if he wants to go to Howard? He got into Yale. He got into the I, a couple Ivy League schools, yeah. but he wants to go to Howard. Um you can go there for summer school. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hold on, wait a minute now. Wow. Now we not talking about kidding, we're not talking about money anymore. Now nah, he can go to Howard Homecoming. If if, if he got if he got <laughs> into a, if he got into an Ivy League school and and got a scholarship to go there, uh-huh. he probably got a, a scholarship to go to to Howard, right? So 
it's not money out of your pocket. So essentially, it's his decision, right? You're right, but I think what's going to happen is he's going to go to these schools. He's going to go on the tour, and at that point, I'll just let him make the decision on his own. Yeah. If he's enamored by the chicks, because I'll tell you, HBCU has that to offer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Shout out HBCU. Right. Uh, we got right. the most beautiful women. If he's enamored by the chicks, I can't. I can't fight that. Yeah. Well, even if he isn't, maybe he's. Maybe it's the school that really drew him in. The culture. It, the it culture. could be that. Yeah. What, what culture? There is culture. Oh, there's a culture. There's on culture. There's Greek culture. No, 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 just cult, the student culture. Yeah, there's a student just being culture at a school where well, where he sees his people, and that's cool. I would say, you know, I don't know if you guys uh, watch Grownish, but mm-hmm. I do. I would say, you know, you can you can find a pocket of that culture right. in, in these other schools. Keyword is now, pocket. Do you do you, you want to go to an entire pocket? <laughs> do you, do you want it to just be a pocket? Because but no, this the reason why I'm asking is because I I know the dangers of HBCU yeah, as a young black true. man fresh out of living at home with your parents. Okay, yeah, okay. It's a I don't, shocker I don't, in the world. It's not just that. But that's that's it's, not just it's, HBCU. It's fun. Yeah, you're right. Oh, it's fun. You're right. I mean, but this Salisbury is not an HBCU. And, well, I think it all It's not. On, it should be. <laughs> I think I think it depends on how you know the child grows up or true, whatever, right? True. So. You know, if he's around that, you and me, yes, that's that's HBCU. That's HBCU. A thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, I mean, bad it, example. It just depends. <laughs> I personally, I would have to call a, I would have to call a, um, uh, audible? audible on that shit, <laughs> or okay. veto. I would have to veto that shit. Well, now, but if it's if it's the sports, you can, think about it, right? Think about it. Because this is why I'm going to get you motherfuckers, right? Okay. If, if your son... If <laughs> you ain't got to get me. This motherfucker. Uh, so if your son is a top basketball recruit, uh-huh. right? And he says, oh, but dad, I want to play basketball for Morgan State. What the fuck are you saying? Yeah, I'm going to say okay. Oh, versus you know go to a different school. You know well, what? I mean, that, that's well-renowned for basketball and I don't, I don't, they can win a championship. If he has skills, I don't think it matters where he goes. It's, if we're thinking long-term professional, right? Yeah, it it doesn't does. matter where he goes. You know what? It's, it's Morgan's well, maybe, not, a, not a D1 school. Maybe I should say basketball because, you know, with basketball, it's, it's, a, D1, different. D1. it's a D1 AAA or whatever. No, it's D1. Yeah. No, it's one AA. Yeah. It's one AA. It's, it's but D, but my, yeah. my point is this, right? Let if, me use football okay. instead. Let okay. me use football because I know basketball, you can play overseas and you can still be uh, recognized. Well, this so, may be a surprise so, to you guys, so, but my son will not be playing football. <laughs> but uh, What if he wants to? Mine will. And I would say we're gonna, we're gonna have that Exactly We'll have that talk <laughs> but, but I would send him to, If he wants to go to Morgan I'd yeah, send him I'm to sorry. Morgan Because while he may be guaranteed To go into the NBA, NFL Excuse me uh, If he went to Alabama What if he don't start? He probably won't Because he's not going to start right away <laughs> No yeah. but if he's nice like that Yeah but But what difference but he could go, does it he make? Could, he could go to Morgan State And end up putting Morgan State on the map Yeah Nay, because, you go, you go to now, he, now your son has said, created a culture where he can, where he says it's okay to be top person in Maryland and go to go to Morgan, which is not a big football school, and do something there. That's and a, next thing you know, now he's getting other recruits. That's the problem that we have at HBCU. So what difference does it make? The difference is 
you don't have this at, at Morgan, and I'm speaking from experience. Right. You don't have the same amount of things that these other schools have. You can get, like, you, that's you can get true. that on the like, outside. Like a nutritionist. That is true. You like can get that on damn, the outside. Like a damn great. You said what? You, that is you true. can get that or, on or well, even, or even, even the So you want to pay for that? Even the quality of talent. Even having a nutritionist. Or even the quality of talent. Weren't that good. To elevate his game. Right. To elevate. But my point or is, or the look, fact that you're you're you're, com- but, you're you're going up against top talent, they're gonna look at you went up against top talent and you still were on top. That's true. You didn't go I, against I, top I talent aspect, and you're on top. But you have you it takes have, away from you. You have these summer leagues. You have uh, well, especially in basketball, but you have these leagues in the summer that's not part of the um, the school system program where you can show your talent. And if your son is that nice, please believe recruiters will know about them and will talk to these people mm-hmm. where he's not. You know, you're not spending money to enhance his skills. That's all I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. you, there will be opportunities, but the problem is, black kids choose to go outside of HBCUs because we think, you know, there are better opportunities. Whereas, yeah, if we so. if we set the tone at these HBCUs, then the I HBCUs mean, become the Alabama. Well, don't listen to this podcast because we just shitted on HBCUs. <laughs> not necessarily bad all of us. Nah, nah, yeah, I, I love my HBCU. I have my issues with it, but you know what I mean. At the end of the day, I appreciate it for for what it is, and I appreciate them giving me the education that they can. HBCUs me. need to start accepting any and everybody. You get, you but get, they they do for the most part. You get know. no better resiliency training than an HBCU. One hundred percent, and I, and I think. You know, as a person that graduates from HBCUs, we need to figure out ways outside of money because sometimes we don't have the money to give to give back. Something happened. We're good. Okay. False alarm, people. I can't hear shit. To give back, <laughs> and you know, and on that note, I think you know we're, we're gonna wrap it up there. I, I'll just wrap say this: that um, it's okay to send your your children to HBCUs. Oh, I'm not saying that it's you not. Know, take, we need to take a lot of pride. I said I ain't done. <laughs> HBCUs just need to do better. They're not selling well enough to black people. Yeah, they I mean, I, I I think um you know a lot of school HBCUs, not the top three or four, but a lot of them need to do better with the pride thing, and you know, you know, kind of go from there. But um, great episode, guys. We appreciate you guys listening to us. As always, feel free to comment. You know, what I mean, let other people know about the podcast. Share. Uh, we appreciate the love. This is episode 25? Yeah. Bente Cinco. Yeah, what he said. Yeah, we just rock with that. I don't remember. Tell your friends. Tell your friends, friends. Word. Listen. Re-listen. And listen again. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Ain't ain't that (laughs) re-listening? And this is the EBS podcast. And we out. Or double. <laughs> <laughs>